Welcome, everybody, on God's Green Earth to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. We are the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, that is, an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, local artists, actors, interesting craftspeople. All sorts of wonderful things, and we are also the only mandatory podcast in the world. So, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for obeying the law. I am joined here by my good friend, my uh, my intern, Blake. How is it going, Blake? Not too bad. Are you? You, you said not too bad, no. but you that sound you sounded uh you sounded like there's a little uh his, little uh something going on behind the voice there. No, I, I just you know just uh, holiday blues. Holiday blues. No. Yeah. Well, are you excited for our guest today? Absolutely. We have bro. two extremely exciting guests. Later on, we'll be joined by Geraldine Higginbottom, former Detroit cop, and a cat hair crafting enthusiast. I bet she got some stories. I bet she has a couple stories. You know, it, it, it seems like there's probably some violence in there, probably some uh, wholesome uh, artistic creativity <laughs> yeah you know like cats and violence kind of go hand in hand they do depending on the cat mm-hmm. my cat is not violent just so we're all aware we are also joined <laughs> we will be joined later in a little bit here he, he'll be getting here in just a moment I, a, a friend of the show he's been on the show before and uh, i still can't believe that that we're able to book him a famous actor in legend on uh, legend of hollywood marlon brando is going to be on the show i read his biography it's pretty good really yeah what what, what? i didn't know he had a biography what, what's it called um the voices within really the voices within marlon brando yeah who who wrote that that biography uh it was uh, a ghost writer bro a ghost writer for the biographist yeah <laughs> dude i don't know that's what people are trying new things biography yeah Interesting. What was your favorite part of the the book? Uh, just you know, just about how, uh, you know, how everything just happened. You know, like the beginning part of like how it's always interesting to hear how they were born. How right? they were born? Yeah. yeah, like, like they come out of the womb. It's like always. Everyone has a different story. Yeah, everyone remembers it too. Yeah. Like what? Tell us. I don't remember mine. You don't remember your birth? No. What? But I hear stories. <laughs> yeah. Tell, yeah. Tell, tell tell me some. Uh well, um there are a lot of different perspectives on your birth. Yeah, I was actually born in a uh a retail store. Really? Yeah. What 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 store? It was Target. Wow. Yeah. That's like uh where the heart is. <laughs> Bullseye, right? Am I right? <laughs> Bullseye. <laughs> Bullseye, bro. <laughs> Did you land right in the Yeah, I was, you know, and I guess that was one thing that was free. If yeah. you think about it, in a way. <laughs> life isn't free. Freedom well, is free. Yeah, but the freedom of life of just happening. Yeah. That's true. It's a free gift. Yeah. Although that's just what my parents say just to make me feel better maybe sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, why was uh why why were you born in a Target? Why didn't your parents go to the hospital? 
I, I think the, the odd thing was is that my mom didn't know that she was pregnant. Really? Yeah. She a large woman? She was this very insecure woman. She thought she was just gaining weight. No, so she wasn't typically yeah. large, but she was... Well-rounded woman all around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Still close to your mother? Very close. We had a great Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Tell, me, tell me about that. Oh, you know, like... So it was like uh, like a typical Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, you really understand. Like the uh, when we get there, we were like thanking each other. You know, like hey, yeah. uh, cousin, I like your shirt. And you'd be like, hey, thank you, bro. You know, and then we give like a hug or a fist. You know, fist pump. And then you know, like hey, mom. You know, the turkey looks good. You know, mm-hmm. and then like when it came to eat, you know, it becomes like more like thanks taking you know yeah in a way, exactly you know like you but she's giving yeah it's like hey mom i the turkey's good i'm gonna have some more take some more you mm-hmm. know and that's kind of like i guess that's the whole point of thanksgiving in and a you way. like turkey turkey's good Do you like turkey with gravy on it yeah you know it's um you know i think that's turkey or what's it say thanksgiving in general everything that, that's one time where like you can like where it's okay just to mash everything together yep Oh, yeah. You know, it just doesn't, you just don't. Green bean casserole. It's not potatoes. about presentation. No. no. the presentation is when you smell it and you watch it mm. get torn up. Yeah. But, like, when you put it on the plate, it's not big enough. You Mm-mm. just put it all in there. So, we're one week off from Christmas, Blake. Are are, are you looking forward to the, uh, the, the big red Santa man coming through? Uh, yeah, I guess. You know. Every time we bring up the holidays, you, you get the sad look in your eyes. I, no, I don't. I think, I personally think holidays are losing its ump. You know what like, do you mean? You know, like, okay, so it's just it's not it's not about it's like it seems like now we're just feel like it's Christmas. Let's just get together, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you got the CVS that's open down the street, and then you got you know Tim Hortons open delivering coffees. You know, like it's just like more of like you know to me like. Christmas is just a way of marketing. It's not like how it was like before Reagan. When you were uh, before Reagan, <laughs> yeah, you weren't alive before Reagan. I mean, well, you know, that's just when things change. I think. How do you know? I I don't know. I just you know. How are you nostalgic for a time you were not alive for? I, like? You just look at the history, bro. Mm. But did you enjoy uh, the holidays? When I you mean, were like younger? I like it. To, you know, like it's just family and all that. But you know, you just like look. You can hug your brothers, your cousins, and say, "Hey, yeah, you look know, good shirt, bro." Yeah, you know, I think I'm gonna be. Uh, spending Christmas with my best friend Joe. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah. so that's gonna be good. You guys are doing good. Yeah, we're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm, uh, and his family. Yeah. His family always doing good. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, I, I hope I hope things work out for you, Blake. Well, it always is. You don't know, like um. You know, yeah. You fight the feet, but you follow the feet. Yes. Do you uh, follow have... your feet? You know, like kind of like... follow your nose. Yeah, but the, some people might take that the wrong way if you're in a dare program. They well, yeah, they really might. <laughs> oh, yeah. They you're really all might. like, whoa. Uh oh. Yeah. Do you uh do you have any New Year's plans? Uh, well, I don't know really. Um, maybe you I got could... you got uh, kind of tentative plans. Something might happen. Something might fall through. You know, maybe I'll go downtown and watch the ball drop. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. They do the ball dropping in Detroit. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Things are changing. <laughs> yeah, things are on the up and up. Nah, it's not about New York anymore. I was uh, I was I was walking around downtown Detroit like nightlife last night, and I didn't realize like there's a lot going on down there nowadays. Yeah. 
too it's much. crazy. Too much, would someone argue? You know, like, and they just the the funny thing is, is like it's like an amusement park almost. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down there too, and then they're like, "Excuse me, do you know where this is at?" And I'm like, "I don't know, do I mean like <laughs> do I work? Do I, don't I work, don't work here? here? <laughs> like, you know, like where's this restaurant? I don't. You got GPS, you know? Like, yeah. He's uh, well, also like you would probably do well in an amusement park. They yeah. don't have any roller coasters. Oh down yeah, there, see, but... you know where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever yeah. Uh, stop and tell people some jokes? Well, you know, one day I will. I'll start doing that more often. Good. But it's always the wrong people that approach you. Mm. Still, you know, like someone asks me for change, you can't make a joke. No, no, you can't. Or if someone's like, "Hey, do you know where this restaurant or you know the closest bathroom?" and just like, you know. We're all adults here. It is, and whenever like someone comes up to you and asks for change, do you ever say, "Be the change"? That well, you I learned not world? to take out your wallet. Yeah, wow. Funny really? story here. So I like wanted to like, so I took my wallet out, and I'm like, "Here, mm-hmm. here's a dollar." And then, they, then someone saw that there was more, more than, than a then, dollar. So it, like, it started out like, "Hey, I just need a dollar for something to eat." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm totally with you. I'm starting to get hungry too." You know, so I gave I'm him a dollar, again. and then he's like, I need a dollar for a pop. And then I gave him a dollar for a pop. And then mm-hmm. the next, you know, it, there was nothing in the wallet. No. Luckily, it was all singles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, so, how many uh, singles were there in there? Oh, man, at least about ten. Ten singles. Yeah, wow. ten singles. You really just gave it all to him, huh? Well, you know, I have to debit. Yeah. So... We well, thank you so much for this little talk, Blake. You will be co-hosting again. Super I, excited. You've been doing a great job. You did a great job on, uh, on the one-year anniversary celebration. I felt good. You've been nailing it. Yeah, thank been you. Been nailing it, my friend. Just following your notes, debris. Yeah. I remember to bring my notebook this time. Yeah, did you? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, I see you have a lot of notes. But yeah. I have to use your pen. Thank you. I also noticed that you're still wearing a tuxedo, <laughs> even though every time I, I you... just feel like you know it's like um. You ever hear stories about, like, oh, like, this one pitcher pitched a perfect game, so he always wears the same underwear or whatever, or (laughs) shoes, or... I don't ever really know anyone who's done that, but I just heard stories, so I am doing the same thing. I'm going to stick with the tuxedo. And how's your uh, rash doing before we move on? Oh, it's doing better. Yeah? But it cleared up. I I? I could say this, no more dry skin on my elbows. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Do you still have skin on your elbows? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I still got it's. You know, look at you got. I got still oh, moving. Yeah, you're yeah. moving it. Good. All uh, right. Well, oops, glad... I just hit myself. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that your depth perception is still kicking. <laughs> it's coming back. Yes. <laughs> well, we. I, I, I. He's just walked in the door. He's just sat down. Oh, is he okay? Uh, Michael. Marlon, are you all right? Michael. What's wrong? Michael. I need your help. Yeah, what's wrong? What are you you look very sickly. I'm, something happened. What's going on with your jaw? It's, I've been crying, Michael. Oh no, Tom. Marlon! Why have you been crying? And Holiday blues. So, who the hell is this? This is Blake. He's my intern. He's a co-host for today. You can trust him. I'm a good person. Not very convincing, Michael. <laughs> It's Douglas. Douglas, your fur? Your, my your, fur, your my Douglas fur, Douglas. Yeah. It's gone. No. Uh, for anyone who doesn't, uh, <laughs> isn't familiar, Marlon Brando has a, a Douglas fur, a, a large uh, pine-like tree that he uses to exercise on. Uh, and what do you mean, It's what do you mean Douglas is gone? He, he left. I was, 
One day I went into town, and when I got back, the, he was just gone, uprooted. The, when you came back from the show, or, or from, uh... No. Just recently? I went into town for some sundries, and when I got back, he was he was just gone. Oh, he no. was completely cut down. I could find his trunk. You, his just his trunk the, was still there, but oh, he was no. gone. The stump. Oh, no. It, someone stole... I think oh no, do you think? I think I have an idea. It's because of Christmas. You think someone is he using could, Douglas? That's a good tree? point. He, yeah. I, he could, I can't trust anyone, and I don't know who this Blake <clears throat> asshole is. Hey, I'm not. He, that's bad. <laughs> You're not bad at all, Blake. Oh, jeez. Blake's a good thing. He was here bad. last time. He was just holding the boom mic. Yeah. Although I, I do remember I you said rem- it was too close to your face, but I gave you six inches. I don't remember. I don't remember unfamiliar. Well, you're an actor. You don't see the the, cat, the crew. Okay. Yeah. So you're pretty stunt. Is that supposed to be fucking funny? Or oh, something? Blake. I was trying to get something going. You don't. You're, 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 Marlon, you're, he's very clearly upset. You shouldn't be making jokes about his lost friend. Who do you think would have... Yeah. I feel personally responsible for this because no one probably would have even thought about... Taking your your no, beloved no. fur if you hadn't no, like come on the show. It's my fault because I came on because I wanted to support you, and and meet other people and get out of the shadows of Northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I, you've been getting a lot of snow up there. <laughs> not yet, but that's not what I'm here for. Oh, God damn it! Do you? Uh, so who do you think could have possibly stolen it? It could be anybody, but I'm gonna blame the Wisconsinites. Wisconsinites? Why? Why them? Yeah, because I'm closer to Wisconsin than I am down here. other cities in mm-hmm. Michigan. So like Eskima or was it the Eskanaba? That's in Michigan. You yeah, but that's closer. To... Oh, okay. he's asking if that's where you live. No, I live up near Munising. 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 Yeah, that's a long drive. It is. I'm so sorry. Look, I, look, I think I've come for your help. Yeah. I, I need a team. A I team. need to put together a team. We got to find Douglas. He could be anywhere in Wisconsin. He could even be in Minnesota. Well, I don't even know what Douglas looks like. He probably, to me, he probably just looks like a regular old Douglas fur. I know. Do you know, like, um, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when trees leave, um, I'm really getting tired of this I'm, joking. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to help. Maybe it's going to be that, you know, tree be put up in for good use, you know, like be recycled. Yeah. It, maybe someone's using it for a beautiful Christmas tree. Have you seen what they do to the Rockefeller Center tree? They no. They donate it, don't they? They fucking burn it. I thought they donated it. Who? Why donate a dead tree? It's, well, I don't know. Rockefeller... What do you donate it for? To be what burned? They do to make be made into paper. To be you either know, way made into tables. So either way, Douglas would be dead. He was no. my friend. I know. I'm so sorry to he hear that. My love. How old was the tree? At least two hundred years old. That's. I don't know. I never see. I actually, I got a pretty good idea when I found his stump. There were at least two hundred rings. So was it to like? How... So, so it was cut. He was cut, yes. How tall How tall was uh, Douglas? Oh, man. He was at least, I don't know, 70 feet. 70 feet? Yeah. That's, uh... He, that could be the... Tr- I'm not going to say it is, 
But have you looked in Campus Martius? Oh. I There's a yet. pretty big tree. I'm pretty close. Pretty sure it's a Douglas I? fir. Yeah. I could walk over to that, couldn't I? Yeah, you, you could. You could walk and just... Well, you're going to need a team to take it. Do you want me to show you a picture real yeah. quick? Campus yeah, Martius sure. tree. Uh, by the way, they donate the tree to Habitat for Humanity to make wood. and Recycle. So, so that's going to be good. Wood. For building materials? Building materials, correct. Like furniture. Like this table. What? Like this table could be. This table could be made out of Douglas. This is a new table. Well, maybe. Uh, it's not Douglas. Douglas's ancestors, maybe. It's not Douglas. <laughs> I just think that people living inside Douglas's body parts. Here's are the. Uh, here's the campus disgusting. Marshall's Christmas tree. Disgusting. <gasps> uh, uh, is that Douglas? God damn it! Is that Douglas? Oh, it's so lit up so well. You should <laughs> see when they put the star that's up him. there. That's totally him. Oh that's my him. god, that's what Douglas looks like. Wow. I used to climb him and he used to thank me with his sap. Did you? Did he ever start enjoying you working out on him? He did. At least I, I thought so. Well, I mean, the good news is you know where he is now. Yes. He's, he's really making a lot of people happy. And the pie, like, you know... Probably the most thing in Detroit can picture taken, you know, like so, like it's getting like maybe you know the most famous that's Christmas tree, for, yeah. most famous Douglas fir, probably. I mean, in think about it, the Midwest. Yeah, you know, and like everyone's coming downtown now, so yeah, it's for the greater good. You think? I it's have not... a I have a question though. What? So like, do you stay in a cabin up north? Yes. You're living in someone else's tree. Yeah, wow. but it's not Douglas. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't want to sound like it's made it. out of oak wood or pine wood. It was oak. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking asshole. Yeah, oak. Oak, oak tree. Oak trees. Oak trees are one in a million. Yep. Yep. Douglas was one in a. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> that's a no. lot. Of, that's a lot of trees. Oak trees. Oak trees are typical everywhere. Yeah, yes. I mean, like even names. Douglas was one in a million. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's been a long time since I've read a book. It... <laughs> like I've said, well, I've been... actually, in your biography, it actually said you never read a book. I didn't even read my lines. Yeah. Yeah. Really? No. I improvised all of it. I just kind of went into set and yeah, I improvised it. They Talks. tell you? Do they read the lines? To I you mean, or I'm you just pretty. Them? I I call line and then they tell me and I <laughs> I, I do the best I can. No, yeah. that's well, that's a good actor, job. you know. Yeah. Do a great job. Well, you know, I my my scene, my famous monologue <laughs> at the end of Apocalypse Now. Mostly improvised. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's wow. amazing. Everyone's just jumping on board these days. Yeah. <laughs> improv? One, one day I'll take a class. What are you so. saying? No, I don't think so. What do you, improv? Improvise comedy. Yeah, it's a thing oh, now. That sounds like a joke. A lot of jokes. Sometimes it's funny I do to real watch. acting. You, you're, you're petting my computer screen right now, Marlon. With, with, uh, I am. This picture. Well, I need, I need Douglas. I don't even know I'm here right now. I should probably be leaving. And... Well, we've, this, we've solved the mystery. Yeah. Okay, so so how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it was alone, but I was with Douglas at the time. Yeah. Oh, nice. so he was really cut down pretty recently. Yes. Mm. I uh, ate I ate a hungry man ch- turkey dinner. Yeah. In my microwave. Turkey's turkey, bro. Yes. And then I went out and I did my regular three thousand sit ups and pull ups on Douglas's branches. Three thousand. Yeah, your traps are looking ridiculous. I'd like to say I'm ripped. Mm-hmm. Ah, very ripped old, uh, what are you, 90, 93? Something like that. Do you go that. to a men's I warehouse? I keep track, I keep track. 
men's warehouse for the just to measure out your <clears throat> biceps and to just to get mm. fitted. Yeah, those, These you, are actually double extra large talls. You're a tall person. Yeah. Yeah. I just fit right into them. Read that in your biography as well. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. ever? Did you didn't read your own biography? No. Yeah, it said because you never read his own book. Right. Yeah. Well, these. I think I remember when they were writing it. it was just. Did anyone read it to you? It was shortly after my role in the freshman. Mm-hmm. And so it was around 2000. No. No. In the early 90s. I also liked that um, the, yeah. in the uh, in the 80s you did this like a uh, very like abstract video of you just eating a uh, Burger King burger, or was it Wendy's? You were just eating it. It was like five minutes. You were just eating a burger. Okay. And then Andy Warhol did the same thing. Did that upset you? No. No. I didn't because I don't watch my own things That's unless they're Oscar you don't watch winning. other people's things either. I don't watch other people's things either. No. That's the lie. Because I'm the I'm the best actor ever. No, I really? agree. Yeah. You think so? I think so. Well, you no. don't? I, I, okay. To, you know, full disclosure, I haven't seen enough of your films. What have you seen? Uh, the Godfather. Okay. That was that's, a good... I think that's it. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, yeah, you know, like... I also improvised have... a lot of my lines on that one. Really? Whoa. I didn't yeah. expect that. I even put cotton balls in my mouth to make me sound... More puffy. Oh, I've seen a street uh, streetcar named Desire a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, you forget that you saw the streetcar named Desire? I mean, n- no offense. I just forgot that that was you. It's not only I, one I, of the greatest I, movies of I rem- all time. I remembered it as James Dean, to be honest. Fucking James Dean. Yeah, that's what I. That's who I that thought was fucking in it. hack. It actually surprises me that it was you. Guy's a fucking hack. Yeah. What? He's a fucking hack. He was a legend. Most actors are hacks. You think so? Yeah. Not me. You're just because you're just the you know like you're, you're not a hack. No, not but at all. But most are. What's what? that? But most are. Most are. But like, like I said, you're not a hack because you don't watch other people's work and you don't watch your own. So therefore, it's a it's authentic, right? Okay. So it. like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to be like a George Clooney, you oh. know, and uh, like, George I mean, Clooney. or like you know, I want to be. Like, you know, a Ben Stiller. Cause ben Stiller? Who he, the fuck is Ben Stiller? Uh, he you don't know Ben Stiller? Probably the best actor of all time. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, some good comedies. He could play the victim pretty well. Comedies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, along came Polly. And did some, he did some serious roles on... but. You're well, naming movies that I haven't seen. Remember, I don't see other people's work. Well, I know. Th- th- we don't understand how... Zoolander other, number two? Yeah. Zoolander number two. Night at the Museum. Yeah. Um... Okay. He could play the hero and the victim. Not at the museum. But it's kind of hockey, you know, because... Well, it's comedy. Comedy is a joke. Yeah. Well, no no you, pun intended. Okay. Yeah. Well, how do you feel, like, uh, how uh, the movies are nowadays? Like, how the, you know, the how it's know. changed from... Oh, that's right. I don't watch TV, and that's I don't right. really have very many movie theaters up in Munising. Brad's status. What the fuck is Brad's status? Oh, it's another Ben Stiller movie. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I've what's a, what's a synopsis it. on that one? Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, Brad's status. <clears throat> it's a uh, Ben Stiller and that Justin Long, I think. Brad Sloan has a satisfying career and a comfortable life in suburban California, but it's not quite what he imagined during his glory days in college. 
Sloane keeps comparing his life with those of his four college friends, wondering what it would be like to have their well-paying, glamorous shops. Dude! When circumstances force Brad to reconnect with his buddies, he soon begins to question whether he has failed or in some ways the most successful of them all. Dude, he just hocked your documentary about your life. That is pretty close to your documentary Whoa. about your life. You know, I know James Baldwin. Yeah? Yeah. I Yeah? You've, you mentioned that before. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're probably more famous than James Baldwin. Yeah. James. How is he in person? Well, he's dead now. Oh. How was he in person? He was one of the most brilliant civil rights activists I've ever met. Mm-hmm. You marched with him, yeah? Yes, I did. I sat on many shows with him and discussed civil rights. You keep bringing that up. Mm-hmm. You brought that up a lot well, last time. I just wanna, I just want to say that, you know, I, nobody appreciates what I did. That's why I left. That's why I went up north. Mm-hmm. I hid away. So in the summertime, when there's more people going up there, do you just go further north? No, I just stay in my cabin. It's pretty and remote. Sometimes, yeah? yeah. Me and Douglas would talk and talk. And well, do you ever consider that maybe you could uh, go to speak to the I don't know who Bedrock maybe that and ask them about you know maybe getting Douglas back once? Yeah, you could talk to the big man Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. Who's just, this man? Probably just, uh, Am I going to have to find this man and take him out? I think you just need closure. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe if you go downtown... Closure? And the Douglas if and somebody came and took your friend away from you in the middle of the night while you weren't paying attention and cut their feet off what? and then displayed them in a town square, would you want closure? Yes. I mean, sometimes I closure. feel like... You'd ma- want closure. I would want closure. Sometimes I feel like maybe Douglas let it happen. He's a goddamn tree. I mean, What like, is your name again? Blake. Nobody? Blake. Blake. Blake the intern. But I was just thinking, like, maybe, you know, like... You know, like... he. It's good that he's... Seeing something, you know, like... For 200 years, you say, approximately or close, like he's been in the same spot. And, you know, and you're there for him most of the time You know, towards I, the end. You know, I will believe it when I hear it from his own mouth. That's when I say closure. Closure. Yeah. It sounds like you want me to get closure before I even talk to Douglas. Well, he's well, dead. He got, yeah, well, yeah, you he, don't know that. I mean, I mean, well, actually, I think they just put water under the tree so it doesn't dry out and cause a fire. Interesting. Yeah. Saw a video on YouTube about make sure you keep, if you get a real Christmas tree, and it dries out, and then like, it just catch on fire so quick. So it's always good to keep water under the tree. How do you keep water under the tree in like your own house? Uh, well, you know, it's just like a... It's like a plant. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, like, hey, someone gave you flowers, you know. Put it in a vase. Put it in a vase. But it's like a smaller vase, just at the, right at the very You're bottom. You're reducing... My best friend to a goddamn houseplant. I mean, I mean if I was to, to he be honest, basically is a big house. To plant. be honest with you, that's the way I would want to go out. I, don't I would love to be like decorated and then like put in a different you spot and cut... people just be all happy and be. You know, that's all I would want for my funeral. Don't be sad. Be happy. Let I moved you on. I went somewhere else. Okay, Blake. So you want me to come, cut your feet off, tie you up, put you on a truck in the cold, drive you six hundred miles. And then rig you up with lights and and tinsel. 
I, I mean, mean when it, you're ready to, when he's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I mean, I'd, as long as I'd be recycled into something, it'd be useful. <laughs> Create, donate the habitat for humanity. Yeah, yeah, you know, like there's there's a lot of parts of me that could be used, you know, and like if, I, if they just follow suit, don't be sad during my funeral, and then you know, I, that's I think that would be more meaningful than just saying you know, put you in a casket, throw it you six have, feet deep, you know, robbing, and then also. I'm robbing the earth. So, like, when I die, I'm in a casket, right? And then I'm not even being Filled part. Filled formaldehyde? Yeah. I'm not even, I'm just You're being. poisoning I'm the poisoning earth. the earth. And I'm in a wooden casket, which was once recycled from a tree. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get too deep in that one. <laughs> you both will never understand. No, I, th- I think what we were trying yeah. to say is, like, we're, I, we're just, you know. We're just talking, really. What do you? <laughs> That's all we're really doing. We're just. What talking. do you expect me to do? What do you expect That's me to do? That's what we we are here to. Uh, we we're not here to decide what you should do. We're trying to see. We're listening we're to, to understand, listen. really. We want to you to. We want to help you figure out what you want to do. And I'm speaking on Dupree's half. He's really happy to have you here. I you am. know, Michael can I tell am. me that. Yeah. I am very happy to have you here. He, he said you. it in the beginning. I don't believe you. I did say yeah. it. I did say it. I said it. It sounds like top. you're more happy to have me as an icon here and not to have me as a person. Can't it, can't it be both? I didn't mean you're like, right. I am an icon. Thank you. You are, you an, are icon. an icon and a person. If you were just some guy uh, that loved a... a, a You'd treat me like a crazy person. But right now, you're starting to treat me like a crazy person. So I'm starting to think you don't actually respect me. I mean, I would still have you on the show, though. Yeah. Because that's respect. Yes. Theoretically. Marlon. Wait. Wait. Shut up. (laughs) Blake. Yes. Where do you live? I live... uh, I live out in uh, Midtown. Detroit. Detroit. It's right down the street. Will you help me get Douglas back? I know some people. No, I know you. I don't want to trust my my best else. friend Joe. He he's Uncle Joe, is part of a mafia, and oh. he owns several Seven Elevens and restaurants. I know something about mafia. You know. Yeah, I mean, what you, do you mean? could you could because pl- I was in the Godfather. Oh, and you don't have to use the lines. You can just be it. Well, the, here's the thing. I have a hard time trusting other people, but I think I I'm starting to trust you now, Blake, because you seem like I'm a real simple in it man. Or what? You you seem like a real simple man. Blake is very simple. I could probably yeah. fuck you over and you'd never know. <clears throat> That's true. That's true too. That's I've happened. been I don't even know if I've been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know if you've ever been fucked? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was just a metaphor. You know, I I've, <laughs> I've been with a lot of women looking back. Who's your favorite woman and I want details? <laughs> well, there's this woman once her name was Rita. Rita Hay- uh, Hayworth? No. Oh. Come on. You kidding me? Maybe we could uh, find nobody, her on nobody Facebook. Nobody could get with Rita Hayworth. Really? No. So, her name okay. was Rita. She was a waitress. Did she have red hair? She actually did. Yeah. It seemed like every Rita I know has red hair. She yes. does. No. Most people name their red cars Rita. Really? Hmm. Yes. See? Because it's close to the word red. I feel like Marlon and I are I starting to connect. That, but... You were starting to connect? We're starting to connect. Well, a see, little. here's the thing. You're going to help me. Yes. Whether you like it or not. Oh. Go- in the middle of the night, we're going to go and we're going to get Douglas. I've rented a giant crane and truck. Oh, whoa. So you were premeditating already, huh? Yes. 
Because I knew I'd find them somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just helped me find them in is Detroit. That what, is that what you've been driving around? Yes. I thought I'd find them in, like, Manitowoc or something. Um, somewhere in Wisconsin. Like, some shitty city like Milwaukee. Yep. Oh, boy. But he's here. Yeah. He's, I guess he's here because you showed it to me. <clears throat> but you know what? Michael, you're going to help me, too. I don't think I'm going to do that. Yes, you are. So about this... Are you really going to say no to me, Uh, Marlon Brando? I mean, look at my traps. (laughs) You do have pretty big traps. Look at these hands. Oh, whoa. I don't want to see your hands. They're still mangled. Diana Uh, Ross might have something for that. You can still see the bones. I feel like if I flick his pinky, it might just... Fall right off. off. Yeah. But not to this is the hands of a hard not, working not to, man. Oh my god! Not to disrespect you. Or so anything. upsetting. You know. Uh, I, you know what? A lot of um, a lot of uh, nurses. If you were ever to give blood, they would love you for your veins. They yeah. They no, wouldn't I have mean, any issues. I wouldn't have any issues at all. You ever consider donating your veins once you die? You can do that. Uh, he probably could. You could. Yeah, yeah. Very great. People vein. very th- good veins. People would kill to have Marlon Brando's veins. <laughs> You know they'll they'll feel your rhythm, you know. But they won't. Will you ever give up your heart? I would give up my heart if I died. But I can't die. You <laughs> you could. Uh, you know what? I have an idea for you. Listen, no, hold on, <laughs> Blake. Don't just skip past that. What do you mean you can't die? I mean, look at me. You think I can die? I. I need I'm time, in the best really. goddamn shape of my life. I mean, everyone dies eventually. Yeah, you don't know that. Douglas died. I guess you're right about that. Douglas is not everyone. Douglas, Douglas did die. Douglas was the greatest mortal on earth. And he's not dead. He he is, though. No, I'll you save him. I know a shaman somewhere. But, I mean, is this... I could get Sachin to come you, help if me. If you cut a tree off at the uh, and there's a, still a stump, is it still alive? Uh, from the stump? Is the stump still alive? Yeah. You know, the only way to actually kill it... Because uh, my, uh, my best friend Joe... He used to work in a landscaping company, mm-hmm. and the best way to actually kill it completely is that you take a nail. This may sound painful if you put it through Douglas' perspective, but you take a nail, you hit a nail really hard in the center, pretty much like center in the ring, and then you pour gasoline in it, and then you know, and then it just completely dies, and then eventually just gasoline, gasoline, you set it on fire. Why gasoline? Oh, you don't have to set it on fire. Well, because it's it's poison. So you're just poisoning the air. Yeah, well, it sounds comes like... from the earth. Yeah, but gasoline. It's... Gasoline is manufactured. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> well, you take oil and you you let it, you unlet it, and you, you... you remove the lead. I don't mm. know. Oh. Well, they used to put lead in, in in gasoline, and I don't know these things. I'm an actor. God damn it! it. <laughs> I'm an actor. I don't know how to make gasoline. I just know that it's made by man. Marlon, I I just. I think I think what you should do is you should go to Campus Martius, look at Douglas one last time, maybe exercise with him one more time, and then accept that you your friend is gone. You know, you could you know, sometimes when <laughs> someone leaves, you just plant the seed and you start all over and you grow. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, I think maybe uh well, here's a Kleenex for you. Uh, I thought I think maybe like you could always like raise your own tree. If you're gonna live forever, you might as well just you know like 
get it started. To get it started, you know, and then some other people could praise it too. And what will Douglas's ghost think? You would be happy, I think. I think Douglas would be happy for you. You know, I look at it as like, you know, there's families who have dogs and then they die. And then they get a new dog. That I'm not saying du- Douglas was your pet. But what did Douglas ever do for you? Are you looking at my body right now? Do you not understand <laughs> that Douglas gave me these? Because mm-hmm. I worked out. He let me work out with him. I had to reach out to him and put my hand on his base and ask him to let me climb all over him. Mount him, even. Mounted? Ooh, yes, mount him. You know, I've changed my vocabulary since. I think mounting is not the best way to no. put it because it sounds like... It sounds like construction. You, yeah. you, that's one thing that, that Fergie was her name? Birdie? Gertie. Gertie. Gertie mm, Fergie. I don't remember. She was nice. She was very nice. She told me to respect Douglas. You know, maybe the rest of the trees are, are sad too. Yeah, you should maybe. try reaching out to other trees. Are there other Douglas firs around there? Sure, but they're not Douglas. Yeah, that's true. But they were I friends could, with Douglas. Yeah. But they're probably connected underneath. Like, you know, maybe that's a good way of getting to know You guys bring maybe up good Douglas points, soul. but I'm, I'm still I'm torn. Maybe Douglas's soul transferred. You know, it's not easy trees. being a tree either. You know, you go through the weather, the climate, everything's changing. Mm-hmm. You know? Trees are resilient. They live hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Until a big storm comes, or a drought, or a guy with an axe, or freelance lumberjacks, <laughs> or non-freelance lumberjacks, companies freelance too, lumberjacks. <laughs> contractors. Yeah, I just think it's illegal to go on someone else's property. And that take... is that is questionable. That's, yeah, you should uh, definitely get a PI on that. You should definitely speak to Mr. Gilbert himself. PI, I say... don't need no PI. I'll do it myself. Like I said, you're gonna help me. I, yeah. Dude. And you too, Michael. You're I, gonna help me. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna videotape this. it, just so you, just so you always have something for once. Actually, see yourself, and see the the strength that you have with what? your friend Douglas. It sounds like you're trying to frame me. That was mm-hmm. my job. I was gonna frame you. I mean, well, theoretically, all the people who are listening, <laughs> mandatory. I'm glad I did not agree to. This. <laughs> they... No, you you may not agree, but you're in. That's all right. I will agree. literally pick you up and carry you there. We can make a day out of it. We can go to Honest John's and have brunch. I love Honest John's. Yeah. It's a great place. Honestly, they're good. Honestly. Well, guys, we're going to take a brief break. And when we come back, we're going to have Geraldine Higginbottom on the show. Are you, are you able to stick around a little bit, Marlon? I guess so. You guys are both cowards. I'm, well, Blake's in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in it or what? Okay, then maybe <laughs> you're not cowards, but you're stupid. <laughs> we'll be back after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and on God's green earth. <laughs> I'm joined here by Blake the intern. 
Hello. You doing, you doing well, Blake? Doing good. Yeah. I, you're, you're not sweating that much right now. No. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I you know, I just. Uh, one, I haven't drank anything today, really. Uh-huh. And two, um, you know, it's good talking to Marlon. Yep. And I'm also joined by Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. Marlon Excited is... to go on to an adventure and <sighs> find out who, who took Douglas, you know? You don't look like you're very excited. Uh, I'm very excited. I can just, I just don't know where to begin. I can smell sarcasm from miles away. We are also joined <laughs> by Geraldine Higginbottom. You are a former Detroit police officer and currently a cat hair crafting enthusiast. That is correct. Hello. Hi, Geraldine. So, uh, first question, what exactly is cat hair crafting and why are you so excited about it? Oh, it's 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 a wonderful craft. I, I've been making, you can make anything out of cat, uh, cat hair, really. Mm-hmm. Um, coin purses. Oh. Um, um, you know, hats, of course, cat hats, cat hats, um, cat hats, yeah, it, in I the do, shape of cats. I do enjoy making uh, cat hats mm. out of cat fur that look like cats. Wow! Whoa. <laughs> yes, that... it's very funny, and I I giggle every time I make one. That is really funny. That's really adorable. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, so how'd you get into cat hair crafting? Well, I I. I learned that there was a, a real dearth of of uh, something to do with <coughs> the wasted cat hair that would be coming off of our furry friends mm-hmm. in the Detroit area. Nobody was really collecting that. Yeah, it was um, all just shedding and just falling to the ground. And, and then it gets vacuumed, thrown away. Thrown sure, away. exactly, in right in the trash. And it's, it's right really exactly a where shame. Douglas is going. Um, Whoa. Michael, I will... And you. Okay. I, I, I did hear a little bit of what, what was going on earlier, and, and I am very sorry for the loss of your friend. Well, thank you. See? Um, I'm a little bit starstruck. <laughs> yeah, it's very honest. exciting to have Marlon Brando here. Yeah. Yes, yes. People are usually starstruck when they look at me. Yeah, I'm very certain. It's like staring Thank into you. the sun. Oh, uh, yes, I haven't looked directly at him in months. <laughs> Blake, <laughs> Blake, I'm getting. I'm. I don't know what to think about you right now. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> so Geraldine, mm-hmm. uh, so so yeah, so you saw that there was cat hair being collected all over the ground and probably around your house too. Oh yes, all over the city. Uh, mm-hmm. I traveled all over De- the city of Detroit. Um, how, I, how do you tell the difference between a cat hair and uh, any other kind of like human hair, fur, human or hair, weave, weave, uh, raccoon fur, dog fur? You know, I hadn't really thought about that before. Uh-huh. I I think I have an instinctual feeling. I I do hope it's all cat fur. Do you just pick up any kind of fur that's laying on the ground, or do you do you kind of do you have discretion? I generally harvest directly from the cats. Oh, um, if I do see. Something. I like um, the way you put that. Mm-hmm, yes. Harvesting. You know, I can imagine that um, cat hair is probably a lot cleaner than like rat hair or like raccoon hair or like bird hair or those feathers. But mm-hmm. you know, right. I, you know, what I'm saying like you know the difference, like of you know. I think r- I right? would. I I do. I do hope so. You, you've raised a couple of concerns in my head right now. Yeah. Uh, I do hope I don't have to remove my entire stock <laughs> i mean i guess you could just go to someone who has allergies and if they sneeze it's cat hair 
That's a good point. Uh, what, what, I mean, would it really be so bad if it was anything other than cat fur? Oh. I mean, why should we be biased against our raccoon friends? See? Our, yeah. This is true. But that's how you market it. Yeah, you yes, can say cat I fur. Do. I, do I mean, you could put fur. a percentage on there. 78% cat hair. Yeah. But I'd have to figure out, you what? know, what the actual percentage why, is. Why, why call it hair and not fur? Well, Ooh. I mean... I try to be respectful mm. to our feline friends. I, I don't think of them too. as animals. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't too. know, Dupree. Like, what's really the difference between fur and hair? Uh, hair's on a human and fur's on a animal. I mean, you could Google it. It's okay. Okay. Uh, Sorry, yeah. we have to change the page, Marlin. Geraldine. Yes? I know this is your first time on this show. Mm-hmm. But in case you haven't noticed, these guys are out to ruin you. <gasps> and there won't be the ch- last time up here. They're the same There's thing. Oh. They're here to challenge everything about you. And they're going to break you down. But don't listen. Don't listen to them at all. Oh. <laughs> um, I think sorry. you're wonderful, so oh. you have nothing to worry about. Oh. Be strong. Be strong like James Baldwin. You know, he was my friend. Um, I, you know, I meant to Google him. And I don't, I don't know who he is. Ooh. I'm so sorry. Um, I do know who Marlon Brand. Never mind. Oh, oh. I hope you rot. Wow, Whoa. Marlon. <laughs> Marlon. Guess Brando someone's just... not gonna get a free cat hat. No. Jeez. Well, I did bring you some presents. Really, oh. all of us? Yes. I, I, I had hoped, um, I had hoped that, um, that you would enjoy them. Uh, well, well, let's see them. Yes. Well, here for you, Blake. Um, uh, I oh. saw that you did not have a pen. Wow. No, I didn't. Um, so here is this uh, this beautiful Russian blue cat hair pen. Wow. Oh, it feels so good against wrapping, my face. The wrapping is wow. really nice. Yes. It's something that you can, you know, it, it kind of serves a dual purpose. It's comforting. Yeah. Uh, and you can also write with it. That is very nice. Mm-hmm. The, the two, like, essential things for a pen. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. And, and for you, Michael. Oh, I got a present, too. Yeah, oh. I wasn't sure what you would want. So, uh, Marlon, Mr. Brando, I didn't bring one for you. Fine. Did you bring one for him, but you just aren't giving it to him now? Um, no, definitely not. I have, I have What is that underneath else? your seat? Um... It's. It must be some kind of uh, rat in this studio. A rat that's shaped like a gift bag. Okay, I want to open my present now. Yes, okay. yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yes, Michael. That's wrapped really good. There's <laughs> like three layers on here. I hope you like it. I do. I, I don't know you. So it's I... in a box. Oh, mm-hmm. Open up the box. Mm-hmm. It's another box. <laughs> okay, that's another ridiculous. of my oh, jokes. I, know. <laughs> I do. I do giggle a little bit yeah. at that as well. She got you, Michael. <laughs> I did. Oh. So there's no mm-hmm. president here. Oh, no, look at oh, the, it's look in the last box. Further. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, oh, look at this. Yes. Wow. It, it's uh, it, it looks like a uh, like a. It's a pair, scarf. It's a, oh, I thought it was underwear. Oh, you got to unfold it. I yeah. see. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a little scarf. Um, you can put it on a cat. Yeah. You could put it on a dog. You could put it on a rat. Could you put it on me? Uh, you could. I don't know how much of you it would cover i feel like <laughs> underwear a scarf made of cat hair would itch like crazy i was yeah. gonna say that but and i have a feeling a dog would not like wearing it 
Ooh, maybe he would really like wearing oh, it. Oh, maybe he yes. would. Yes. That's true. You never know. Maybe that's what dogs are trying to do when they try to kill cats. Wear my scarves. Not all dogs try to kill cats. No. It's Some in their of nature. Them do. It's all about what the environment, you know? Sometimes people want to kill people. But... Speaking of people killing people, you yes. used to be a Detroit police officer. I was. I was for many years. I, I um, Oh, bless you, Marlon. Um, I, Thank you. I was a detective. Oh. In, yes, in the Detroit Police Department. Mm-hmm. Um, I retired at the age of 32. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what was the... What was the reason for becoming a police officer, and uh, what? Why did you stop? Well, they recruited me. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed people, yeah, to be police officers. This was, of course, back in the eighties. Um, not too many people were signing up for that job, so I no. thought, you know, I why don't I try it out? Yeah, um, they didn't even make me do any tests or anything they just hired me right on the spot so that's wow. pretty cool that's responsible. yeah so it wasn't like the movie police academy at all no, no not not one bit no were you disappointed because that was when that movie was at the peak of its popularity yes i thought it would be a little more funny i thought there'd be more gutenberg oh yes eddie murphy yep mm-hmm. no marlon brando you're saying no okay i haven't seen many movies but i know that eddie murphy is not in police academy are you sure i'm very sure I think you oh, might be you're thinking, thinking of a Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Cop. Yeah. Oh. Right, right. But, you know, I was, I was hoping I'm that there would be an Hills Eddie Murphy-type character in the police, Detroit yes. Police Department as well. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the Detroit Cop. So what, what, right. what department did you work in as a de- de- uh, detective? I worked in um, property crime. Property crime. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whoa, so like Property in Detroit. Good joke. No, actually, I was saying, like, maybe her intel could help you out, bro. Maybe. Things are a little different now than they were when I was on the force. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do have a few connections still. You think you could pull some strings and get Douglas out of there? I feel adventure happening. I I don't want any adventures. Dupree, Honest John's, and then... Okay. Uh, Uh, Right, yes. And, you know, we could even even stop by... um, um, Dutch Girl Donuts as well. I do like Dutch Girl Donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a little dessert. Kind of out of the way. That is kind of yes, out of the way. Yes, yes. I but mean, that could so be good. like after her. Right, exactly. We a little get dessert. to the bottom of it, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After it. we get Douglas back, we're not stopping. We're going straight back to my property up near Munising. We're going to try and get my shaman to reanimate him and connect him back to his trunk so I can be with him one more time. And then you guys are going to get the fuck out of there. We're not even gonna let us stay for another night. Never. Once I am done with you, you are done. That's fine. We could Airbnb close. That is a lot of driving. If Mm -hmm. we came back the same day, I don't care what you do. Go see the picture of rocks or something. It's beautiful. I don't want that. So, do you have any like fascinating stories about being a police officer? Well, most of the time um, I spent looking for cats. Um, Just like as a hobby, or like we were trying to. Well, we. Anytime we got a call back in the 80s, you have to remember this, of course. Um, if there were no gunshots fired, we would There were have no guns bu- in the 80s. There's yeah, not until after Reagan. Right. After Reagan. Well, he didn't help matters, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but, well, people would call in, and if there were no gunshots, we actually had three days to respond. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would go out to some of the hotbeds of stray cat activity and gather... 
materials for wow. my real passion. Well, wow. you know, like if you really think about it, cats are out there. They probably see more than what people do. Yes, I also speak to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh. Yes, yes. Do they speak back? Um, well, they don't speak. They're cats. They, I they mean, purl. <laughs> we, we do have a little no. language of, of, of snarls and yows. And do, you, do you snarl and meow at them? I had to, yes. I had to yes. learn. Wow. Yes. Fascinating. Just, for example, like... <laughs> Whoa. What does that mean? That means, how are you? I just caught a, a rat. Wow. Um, very it, typical. It, typical cat. cats. Yeah, yeah, they always just... They drag. are very rat-centered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drag a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, many people think that Francis Ford Coppola directed me into my Oscar-winning performance in The Godfather, but really, it was that white cat. Oh. The, the cat was the director? No, he wasn't the director, but I spoke to him off set. Really? You did. You know, he would have made a wonderful supplier for for cat for for my products. He it was a very very strong cat fur because it was all over my tuxedo. Mm. That and and just long and luxurious. But um, but I'm I'm very happy to hear that a legendary celebrity such as yourself is also a cat whisperer. Whisperer, yes. Well, I'm a tree whisperer too, so. You know, I, whis- once, I can wh- whisper anything. I Whis- feel like trees probably have the most knowledge, and cats too. Trees do see a lot. <laughs> Those the silence, mm-hmm. <laughs> silence. You know, you gotta watch out for people with silence. They're the most knowledgeable people. You know, actually, I just read a study out of Vanderbilt University mm-hmm. that dogs have more neurons than cats, and therefore are smarter. Really? I I, I wouldn't be surprised by that, honestly. How do you feel about that, Geraldine? Not every study can capture the nuances of intelligence. And that is what I will say about that. I don't think, uh, yeah, I think studies are just, you know, very biased, you know. You're just looking for one thing. You know, when you study something, you're looking for something. You know, you're trying to make one point. You like, have to yeah. take into it. <laughs> Directly, like, yeah. That's what you're intent. really when you study. So I don't I, think you understand what science is doing. Like, yeah. All right. The scientific method, you do come up with a hypothesis, and then you try to confirm that hypothesis, mm-hmm. which is kind of a ridiculous way to go about doing anything. How would you do it? You well, just watch. I would say, <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Set up some cats and set up some Clear dogs. your mind. Clear your mm-hmm. mind and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then hypothesize. I think well, that... Yeah, simple, simple, simple observation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you learn a lot. No wonder we're in trouble. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I am the future. <laughs> yeah, you are the future. Boy. Yeah. Oh yes, well, millennials, you know. You're not a fan of millennials, Geraldine. Um, I they, think it's they... just a trend to say whatever's below you is oh, it's their fault. But really, we're just Generation Z. Yeah. Ugh. I don't. I don't know. I've seen a lot of changes in the city of Detroit in the last mm, twenty years or so. Positive or negative? On the surface, they're positive. But I mean, how many times? How many cat rescues can millennials start in a city? 
they've really addressed they've really brought those cats off of the streets it's and uh, my supply is completely gone yeah <laughs> oh so you don't think it's a good thing that you know these cats you, you know you could start uh there's so many like places people are living down here especially midtown so many they say now speaking as a millennial mm-hmm. uh most people now they uh they're, they're just getting pets instead of kids you know so i think uh, if you just go and just post notes on the apartment buildings and the houses nearby, even mm-hmm. businesses, people even bring cats to work, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Uh, maybe people are willing to let you collect their hair or fur, same thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe that could help your business, you know. Maybe you can even knit mm-hmm. a cat sweater out of cat fur. Oh, I've made many of those, but oh. that's oh. a good, you know, uh, consensual cat fur sharing, like a cat fur sharing service. Yeah, I think that's something new. And, you know, that's the thing about millennials, too. They're good at supporting small business. Yes. yes. Oh. And new business. Yes. I feel like you're missing a really easy solution here. Why don't mm-hmm. you just create a cat grooming business and collect the fur? That is smart. But then I would have to groom the cats. But well, you could own the business, but you wouldn't have to do the work. Oh! Why would you pay someone else to do such an easy job as brushing a goddamn cat? Yeah, that's a good question. You you already said you harvest the fur yourself. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is true. I could make a little more for actually. And you probably actually make money. Exactly. I yeah. charge. I charge clients to to brush their cats. Yeah, because now because probably now you're you're probably just harvesting the cats for free. Yeah, my time is not being compensated at all. And you're saving time and money and resources from not having to wash the fur because most of these cats that you get in the homes are already clean, whereas the cats that you find on the street probably aren't as clean. That's true. Yeah. I do find uh, the occasional cigarette butt, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And on the cat. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, in the fur. You can I do put it. my cigarettes out on my cats, so that makes sense. You know they roll around on the ground too, and they always up... think they they're always getting into something. Yeah, sh- you know shards of glass, that sort of thing. Oh, it's just I don't mind because I love it so much. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Marlon, you're you're looking at Geraldine with a, a certain amount of disgust. Am I the only one with a goddamn brain in this room? <laughs> no, I think mm, we all I have brains. So. Well, I, I just, just feel like I'm way ahead of all of you. Well, I mean, it's really just how you use your brain. Some people like to think about. What they are having for breakfast, and like, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not surprised. Listen, at the same time, you know, millennials we multitask with our minds mm-hmm. and physicality. I don't know; it's just a study I read, but you know, <laughs> they also just look for something, you know, instead of actually observing millennials. Blah 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 blah. It's, it's all about what we do. It's all a lot of nonsense coming out of that empty brain of yours. Like it's how listen, we use the brain. <laughs> it's, you know, I'm from the greatest generation. Oh, mm. the greatest. Yeah, mm. before Reagan. Yeah, one could argue against that but was it, oh, are you uh, i want to hear your argument I geraldine mean... <laughs> shut up blake i want to hear this oh, oh. well you know the baby boomers we had to take care of that uh so-called greatest generation you wouldn't be alive right now if it wasn't for us also like how can i even look at a grown man with their generation named after a baby baby boomer <laughs> well, oh i should write that one down i should write that one down <laughs> To, to be because they boomed from my loins. Ugh. But to be fair, the the greatest generation created us. 
So it's kind of your fault. And yeah, also and the fact that you guys goddamn Nazis. And also that you guys call yourselves the greatest generation. I mean, yes. Like, come on. We didn't call ourselves that. You Don't worry, Dupree. Maybe one day we can say we're the greatest generation. You I just gotta let yeah. the you know baby boom boom. <laughs> Got a baby boom boom. 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 Baby went boom boom. <laughs> you know, uh, since we're on this topic too, like, why did we skip Y? We went straight to Z. Generation. That's a good question. Because like, would Gen- we just well, be like Generation Y? Well, no, I think uh, no, I think the Millennials are Generation Y. But we just call Millennials. A, there's because a bit of an overlap. I read a study about it, and um, they determined that people who were born, I think it's between 1975 and 1985, something like that, are considered Generation Y. Uh, why that is, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that's actually X. X Generation is X is like previous 80s, to that. I think. Generation X is people born in, um, like, late 60s to 75, 79, 80, something like that. All I got out of Generation X was just people who just partied all the time and listened to music really loud and underage drinking. That's all I feel that Generation X did. That's right. They were horrible. Yeah. So far, the list of generations are the Lost Generation, the GI Generation, the Silent Generation, Baby Boomers, Generation X, Millennials, and Generation Z. GI Generation. Sounds like there's yes. no gener- the greatest the silent generation. The Silent Generation. The Silent Generation is it because of a silent film, right, Marlon? No, the no. Silent Generation is the Korean War people. Oh, you are the greatest generation, which is the GI Generation. Oh. Yes. The GI Generation is. GI doesn't stand for greatest. No. That no. doesn't make any sense at all. The Great Infection. Great mm. Infection <laughs> Generation. I'm, yeah. You know why we're the greatest generation, you millennial brat? Yes. Because. You don't have to tell me. We I know. grew up during the Depression and volunteered to go overseas to fight because we had to. I kind of think that. I mean, you don't really. Exact I mean, opposite. like. Yeah, I think. Volunteering because you had to. I mean, if you guys had. You it was an obligation to save the world. I guess. I lost my friends. I mean, but imagine if there was social media back then. Whoa. That would be ridiculous. It would, things would be totally different. But, you know, there's really no way. What are we talking about? <laughs> are we talking about hypotheticals here? Yeah, that's just, I'm just, you know, spitballing. Mm-hmm. Well, Geraldine, uh, is there any uh, anywhere where people can find your, your work? Unfortunately, every craft show that I've applied for has turned me down, mm-hmm. um, and we're approaching Christmas, so I don't think many are going to show up again until next year. That's true. Uh, well, you know, you just got to look on Facebook. Do you have a Facebook? I did join the Facebook. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's a start. Mm-hmm. You can actually just look up on there for search, and like, there's a lot of pages for uh, local artists in Detroit, and you know, it's easy. You just... You know, you submit, and sometimes some of them they they're they're judged, and the others you you not you just get a space and it's just open to the public, and if they like what they see, they buy it. You know, and then you could also like advertise it using your Facebook, and you can um, also get an Etsy account. Yeah, there's a lot of Etsy. Etsy. Yeah, it's a God bless you. Yes, thank you. I well, I you know I was repeating that word. I don't. I'm not familiar with Etsy. Is a Etsy. Etsy. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, Etsy is a, it's like a shop. Uh, oh, like so you rent a space, no, uh, and then you put your wares in there, and people walk in the door no. and exchange money. Think no. of like a server-wise, that might be a space. Yes, it's an online store. 
online on the computer you go to the website etsy.com and you pay you, you you can sell your stuff etsy. through the internet oh, and ship that, it out that's like the yahoo it's kind of like the yahoo com, the, the etsy et, mm-hmm. yes etsy, you're not etsy that old geraldine yes you're uh, not you're not terribly old well, You're a baby boomer. I appreciate that. I mean, look at her phone. It's a razor. <laughs> yeah, you have a razor phone. Yes, I just got it. Wow. Whoa. How did you just get it? Um. Well, my daughter got it for me. She um. She insisted that I upgrade. <laughs> what would, what phone did you have before? Um. I had a Nokia. Oh, oh. one of those old bricks. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it lasted for a long time. I, I in fact, so. I still have it. I I would prefer to use it, but. You the know, razors are in fashion. Time moves on. Yeah, it's red, as you see. Yeah, yes. that's it, it's. I can. It's so exciting. It's 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 red. Marlon, you're uh, aggressively rolling up your sleeves. Oh, oh. Goodness. I'm getting ready to go after Douglas. <gasps> All right. Well, I think it's about time we wrapped up the show. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, mm-hmm. Geraldine. And hi, Marlon. Oh, okay. You've been very, you've been very aggressive. Been very rude. Well, you will be aggressive too when you lose your love. I'm not gonna take it out on you people, though. What do you mean, you people? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Michael. What do you mean? Are you talking people? about baby boomers? Yes, You're baby about boomers the and older generation and yes. iconic actors mm. of yes. Hollywood cinema. I think Blake and I are the only uh, reasonable people here. Oh, <gasps> thank you, Dupree. I was trying to second guess myself. <laughs> no. Blake. I was already second guessing Blake the second I saw his dumb face. Well, I third guessed him. Well, just remember, I'm going along with you, Marlon. Yes, I know. And we're bringing Dupree. No, I don't want to go. Are we bringing Geraldine too? I'm only going if if Michael goes. Oh, so you Uh, have to go. And then bring some of your, like, um, detective friends. I I, I could bring some cat friends. I'll try. I'll try. Bring guns. All right. Oh, well, okay. Marlon Brando, oh. Blake, Geraldine, and I are going to go commit a felony. Uh, probably end up in prison. So I might be back next week for the Christmas episode. But if I am not, well, I hope you guys have a great, wonderful Christmas and a happy holiday. Happy New Year. Yes, happy holidays. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. I woke up in shock Looked out the window and thought Oh, I don't know where you are Today I woke up in dreams Had a cup of caffeine Oh, I don't know where you there's a sun rising in the morning and a sunset in the evening. I don't know where you are. Today I ate a good lunch, mashed potatoes and such, but I Sun disappeared, read a
talk about health care. Oh, I don't know where you are. There's a sunrise in the morning, and a sunset in the evening. Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.